When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hour two of Thursdays, Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. You can find us on the My Talk app. And Project Down and Dirty Classic Radio Dramas coming your way. It's My Talk's comedic reinterpretation of the War of the Worlds broadcast. And you can follow along Monday through Friday, October 26th through the 30th. Learn more at Project Down and Dirty Classic Radio Drama at MyTalk1071.com. On with the show. On with the show. Hey, just a reminder that tonight the uh, Me Too Minneapolis uh, virtual uh, listening release party is happening. If you go to uh, The Hook Minneapolis, it's from 7 to 10 tonight. It's Very $25 cool. and it's uh, all the women, you know, from... That sing around here from the Twin Cities, you know, wrote their Me Too songs, and there's really a lot of good music. There's a lot of women. Yeah, Annie Mack, Katie Vernon. We talked to um, uh, Tina Shalesky the other day, but yeah, that's where you or and you can also go to Me Too, T O O Minneapolis dot com for more information. We'll try and maybe play a song here and yeah. there once it comes out. Yeah, it's yeah. Not out talk to it next yeah. week. We'll kind of see if there's a some. I think yeah. there'll be some good ones on yeah. there. Yeah, oh yeah, there are. There's a couple that are available. All right, Andy Cohen yes. is speaking out about all the Real Housewife drama. So First, last we saw each other, Brittany, we were still in the middle of New York and Beverly Hills. Yes. And things were going on. And now night three of the reunion is for New York is tonight. Tonight, yeah. And Beverly Hills was last week. Okay, and you and I had touched on this one, and then we forced ourselves not to talk about That's this. Right. But this is the I, these last couple seasons are the first time in my memory that right away after a season ends, they announce who is not coming back. Yes, and that felt it felt weird, and we kind of broke it down. And you've got some theories on why right away. Well, Dorinda was let go because they knew she was going to look so bad in yes. the reunion, and kind of a liability. I mean, basically, Tinsley, like, you know, they showed the footage of, you know, I couldn't stay filming in Miami one night because Dorinda was so out of control with anger. I was afraid of her. I also think it really hit a chord with Andy Cohen um, when he when when Dorinda attacked Tinsley for egg donor or kind oh, of things like that because the, that hits so close to home with Andy Cohen and how, you know, he had a child and he, things like that. He said that that had nothing. He thought it was horrible of her, but I think the fans yeah. were like just going in. And Dorinda, I, lo- I love Dorinda, but she was truly hard to watch. It was like watching somebody um, that's going through... It's kind of like the reverse of when you're adolescent. Mm-hmm. So it... 
Uh, let me see. I'm just trying to think how I can say this delicately. Yeah. Um, perimenopause for some women and and then postmenopause can be, they can, like, you become invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah. Your hormones are as facocta and flipped upside down, like, at the worst of it if you went through really hard puberty when you were a kid. You're just, you wouldn't recognize yourself. And she was drinking on top of that. Oh, it was. A, and she was, was just painful. ugly. It, it was, was painful. Absolutely. And I think that. Um, and I don't think she expected it. I think she really thought that she was the boss lady. And I don't think she realized she might have done that thing where she didn't watch herself. Like I know. And and. It's hard because her. We both agree her confessionals are some of the best. She says the funny things. She's great, and it's almost harder to watch then because you know how intelligent she is, and then you watch her. It's it was it's like right before somebody you know, and this has happened to me where you right before somebody goes and seeks help help for their problems. Yeah, when you're like looking at the well, mirror. that was the thing that um, that Bravo offered her. They offered her, do you need to like go and who knows? Cause she's so hyper about anything to do like with alcohol, yeah. but do you need to go to a, you know, just a place where you can get rest and relax? You know, however yeah. they were, they were trying to talk her into doing that. Cause she was just so they couldn't get through to her. So I think with the case of Teddy Mellencamp, Andy Cohen said it had nothing to do with her all in controversy about mm-hmm. her 500 calories starvation a day. plan. Yeah. But I think it had everything to do with the fact that she was just dull as dishwater. And it was three seasons of giving her a chance to... Do something. Do something. She got drunk one time, and she, like, cried the whole time. Terrible. It was terrible. Terrible. You're supposed to be a rock star's daughter, and I know, and I'm holding them to different standards. I want to make it clear. A person in real life... I would prefer probably Teddy in real life. I mean, a, a reliable person, a yeah. neighbor. I would want the be, but I want my real housewife <laughs> to be all. I want drinks thrown. I want accusations. I don't want them to death grip to one little comment. You called me boring all right. season long. Yeah, that was and, like, oh, Teddy, Teddy, Teddy. So ugh. anyway, but Andy liked that she didn't say, you know, that she just said, you know, I was like, go. Yeah. He liked that. He said, not very many people do that. Usually they say, you know, oh, I'm going to do other things. Or I've decided, Split you know, ways. we're like, both parting ways. Jill, almost everyone's done it that way. So he liked he liked that about her. Lisa Rinna has decided and they're going to be here next week. Uh, she's offering um, a Lisa Rinna lip kit. Yeah. Um, hello, Kylie Jenner. Uh, this is Lisa Rinna, your competition. Yeah. Um- and um it's like so much like Kylie. I mean, it's called like some of her lip color birthday suit, legends only, no apology. It's a lipstick, a liner, and a gloss. I mean, this is yeah Kylie's lip kit. It's called Rinna Beauty Lipstick Line. She wants to become a lifestyle brand. Too bad she was such a mean biatch this season, and too bad nobody is really wearing lipstick. I know there's a combo <laughs> there. And also lean into what you are good at, which is filler. Open up filler, like to go filler, like a, make it like a McDonald's type thing where you can just get an injection. Let's not pretend that your lips are pure lip gloss, Miss Thing. Like, well, she has admitted that she, of yeah, all of that, but she's not going to be able to do that because that's FDA and that's dermatology. You know, you're I'm all of that. Saying, she could have yeah. a lip plumper, but something because like the it's like what or maybe like to go hair. Oh God! Oh, the photo. Yeah. Um. 
She and she, I was a big fan of hers as well until yeah. this season. season. She, was, she so was just mean, mean to Denise. Yeah, Any she chance she got was just just disgusting. Um, did you know there's something called the Bethany Clause at Bravo? Yes. Uh, so Andy, I mean, Bravo gets a cut of every business a, Bravo, um, a housewife starts while on the show. The only person who di- didn't have to do, deal with that was Bethany because she was getting paid such a little amount. But she wrote into her contract that any business I start, start I get, nobody touches anything. Right, that was so smart. So smart because, mm-hmm. you know, Skinny Girl's huge. Uh, but every other company that is allowed to show stuff on Bravo, you know how they'll say, I'm having a party for right. my shoe line, for my lip line. For right. My- Not very many of them have been successful. I mean, Ramona's Pinot Grigio. Hello, where yeah. do you get that? You know, Ramona's skincare. I'm trying to think. The one lady in Orange County had candles. Yeah. I mean, what's anybody selling of any of this stuff? And so, yeah, they Bravo actually gets a cut of that. And I heard, too, I know that you claim that it has nothing to do with the 500 calorie thing. Since Bravo's name is tied up in that, though, oh, maybe that might that be it? more of a liability than we think. Yeah, that's true. Also, did you see the interview that Stassi had with... Cameron Hall? Yes, I, I mean, did. I'm sure you guys talked about it, but I made sure I watched it because I was like, "There, I'm com- this month. I'm coming back to my yeah. talk." I thought Tamron did a really good job talking about it, and yes. I thought she seemed woefully there was just unprepared, no kind of. Absolutely, I mean, you're she, right. There's so many things she could have said, and well, I'm my coach, my classes. Tamron was so shocked. Oh, where do you <laughs> where do you even where, get this? Where person? do you get this teacher? Um, no, and it was I. I think she. Did a great job holding Astasi accountable. I think Stasi really dropped the ball on being like, yeah. I was a fool. Like, she just kept saying the same thing over and over. And I just didn't know. I just didn't know. I just know. didn't know. And it's like, oh boy. And I, I think, yeah, that was rough to watch. And then she mentioned um, Garcelle and asking, you know, do you think this is Gar, you know, Garcelle being added to this? Do you think it was because of you? And she really didn't say no. And I thought that was. Pretty ignorant to say. I mean, I just yeah. There was something about that where you're like, "Come on, don't." Yeah, it didn't. Don't, but, don't. Like you, you got all these outs and just take them, but don't. Just step up a little bit. I know. Ugh. All right. Well, Leah McSweeney, she officially declared she'll be back at the Housewives. All that Which, going to page six. Oh, Work for her. Leah. Hallelujah. We had no doubt. We had no oh, doubt. She's. But I was worried she might not be that interested. No, she was just doing that to get a raise. And That's she got funny. it. That's all oh. you do. It. All right, I'm we'll be this right... close to buying married to the mob. Everything. I just know. So you know. We'll be right back. We're gonna do random thoughts with uh, Brittany. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Brittany. I know. That's my favorite that you guys give me this. The random thoughts. Yes. Because I just get to, there's no parameters. That's right. It can be anything. And I That's why it. it's a perfect segment, too, for Julia. Right? Just get free, you just get the free ball. The windows <laughs> right. of the minds are whipping around. Right. I like to channel Julia for this. Just give me a second. All right. I am there. Okay. Um, Banksy. You know who that is, right? Yes. The big outdoor artist. You know, he's known for, is it art? Is it vandalism? Hey, it's both. Um, he's got a new piece of art that Sotheby's will be selling. It's called Show Me the Monet. And what's, it's very cute. I mean, it's the a Monet painting that they had of the Japanese footbridge with uh, French landscape. He's done a little switch up where he's got garbage involved in there. So it's kind of like this big old dump that with the 
pristine oh, background yeah, and then yeah. the big old dump. Um, so they're guessing there. This is going to go on sale in um, late October. They're hoping to get six and a half million dollars for this painting. Oh my word. And if you remember the last time his painting was all over the place, he had that girl with the balloon and it went through that shredder oh, as soon yeah, as yeah, it was yeah. sold. Yes, yes. So everyone's kind of holding their breath thinking, will something happen? Um, and then that painting or one of his paintings went for, um, I have it here. It was the one for $12.1 million. Wow. So it'll be interesting. I will keep us okay, up to date. Okay, now I've I've stood in this exact spot. I have a pic- photo of Casey and I at Monet's Givernay. Really? That. Yes, it's a very famous. Anyone who goes to that village, yeah. you get you will take your picture with that little bridge behind you, seeing a traffic cone and two shopping carts slowly sinking. And uh, yeah, I. Would not want that at all. I'd rather get a print and frame it and then and spend thirty dollars doing it. That's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And of. the Sotheby's <laughs> European head of contemporary oh art, he says, uh, it's the ever present as a voice of protest and social dissent. Here oh. Banksy shines a light on society's disregard oh. for the environment in favor of wasteful excess of consumerism i just wish someone would take their six million dollars and like pay everybody's rent somewhere i you know, know i don't know well, yeah. and banksy I, I just that makes me so sick and banksy kind of feels the same way he's not every time that they've somehow gotten any quote he's not all about his art being sold that's not but, his thought but so whenever but they is get he it, making money no he won't at this point a lot of his stuff is sold third hand they've acquired it some way um oh. yeah the okay. fact that Sotheby's has it is not from him got it and he's made that very clear like when he did that big he did like a month in New York where he put all the art everywhere um people would try to cut out walls and save oh, it in weird yeah. ways. And he was never all about them buying or selling his okay. art. So that was a big thought. Right, I think it was a year ago when he did the shredder was the idea that this is just a piece of paper. It now it's gone. Right. Which it wasn't. It'll be it's sold so for even more. Yeah. And to have, I'm having a moment to get my head wrapped. I, I, it's <laughs> not. The, I mean, I get where you're coming from, but it's, it's definitely, if you want to watch, there's a documentary on HBO and it might be available on HBO max. It came out a couple of years ago. Oh, it's I, called the price of everything. Yes. If you want to learn more about the art world and the art market, and it will just blow your mind at the amount of money that goes into art. And you're talking, Lori, you're like, well, we could do a lot of things with that money. Yeah, and mean, then the, This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
it's just a vase that's sitting in some dude's living room. Yeah. And the price. Wow. And even if people say the price it's at and then the write-off aspect, it's all very gross and lovely. Yay. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I guess, you know, I just think, I mean, I, like it's like I really, I'm, I'm clinging to the world of Monet Giverney yeah. as it looks right now and that one day we'll go back there and we won't have to see traffic cones and shopping carts slowly sinking. And that is just such a depressing um, image to me. Okay, so I've got maybe something that will maybe possibly get you out of the depression a okay. teeny bit more. Um, so Ryan Reynolds might be buying a soccer team. Well, that he's got to do something with that gin money. Isn't that, I find that to be cute. So there is this team, it's, I'm going to say wrong. I mean, they call it a football club, but we know it's right. a soccer here. Wrexham. Um, it Wrexham, is, that sounds awfully close to Wrexham. <laughs> oh. Dang near killed them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's currently owned, it was fan owned, and they're having problems. They're a fifth tier, and I don't know how this works in the soccer world. I believe it or not, I don't have my finger on the pulse yeah, of me soccer. Um, they are having trouble sustaining because obviously they're not making money right. back. Uh, so where is this team? Where is this little rectum football team it's located? It's a club in North Wales. Okay. And Buy it, Ryan. Yeah. Do it. Save and the, fun the thing rectums. Is, it's, <laughs> it's only, okay, this sounds bad. It's only two, two and a half million dollars yeah they need someone to pay the trainers the coach yeah. buy the uniforms and pay for the buses to get to their matches yeah. it's like sponsoring a bowling totally. team yeah and he's actually <laughs> teaming up with um and i'll say his last name wrong but rog uh, rob mcelleny this is the guy from yeah. always sunny in philadelphia okay and so they might team up and buy this. And I buy think that's it. I mean, it's like, it. it's not like sponsoring a bowling team, but it's the same idea. You know, you should t- totally should buy it. Yeah. Go ahead. That sounds like a deal and a half. And then take off on the rectum thing. Take <laughs> off on that last place losing thing. Have fun. Make Fifth it be. Tier. Yeah, it could be totally, you know. Okay. And, and as- you could tweet about it and you'd get people yeah. like knowing because people like, Follow him. Done and done. You're welcome, Ryan. We just gave you the best advice you'll get all year. There you go. All right, listen, um, when we come back, have you ever thought about parenting based on your child's zodiac sign? Mm. Well, it's a thing, and we're going to tell you about it. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Now, this song feels like a flashback. I remember... I was on a road trip with my family, and I had a cousin obsessed with the song, and so every time... We would be in the car. She'd just be scanning the stations yeah, to find it because find it was it. always playing. Yeah, right, right. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that one feels like a flashback. TLC, that was released in 1994. And the album, which I remember having the CD, it was crazy, sexy, cool. Yeah, yeah. Which I remember always thinking that seemed like that was a Prince influence title. Yeah, absolutely. Because it was all spelled together, you know? It felt, yeah, absolutely. Crazy, sexy, cool. Yeah. So, okay. So, this is just kind of a cute story that was, I think it was GMA this morning um, talking about, um, and I do, I do feel like for the coronial parents, which is just what I'm calling the parents of right now, you know, just doing. The, the working, the teaching, Ugh. just trying to talk to your kids of whatever the ages yeah. are. Well, here's another, like, if you're really wondering how you're going to get through, if you just want to consider 
astrology. Okay. I, I, this is crazy to me and I love it. I cannot wait to hear this. Okay. Now, some parents are using astrology to influence how they relate to their kids. My name is Ariana Ast, and I'm a Scorpio. My daughter, Orly, is a Pisces, and my son, Julian, is a Virgo. Business owner and mom of two, Ariana Ost, says she turns to her children's zodiac signs to help better understand their behavior. Can you make something now? My daughter, Orly, is extremely creative and fluid. She's very artistic. My son, Julian, is connected with the earth element. He's extremely grounded. He loves to organize things and he is extremely charming. Understanding how to nurture your child according to the stars can really help you foster their development in a way that really speaks to who they are. So if you're just at the end of the rope, start reading your kid's horoscope. See if that gives you any insight. Rocco, could you see this helping you at all in talking to your son? You know, I think, I mean... There could be something to it. Mm. I mean, I remember nope. when he was born, I was like, okay, he's a Virgo. Does What is this going to mean for his Charming, traits Charming, organized, stuff? CEO kind of thinker yeah. at the end of the day, long in life. But yeah. I don't know if I'm as in it as, you know, Orly's mom is. Oh, yeah. How about that name? <laughs> yeah. Orly. 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 Okay, just play the next one. All right. Astrologer Talia Dute of the Astro Twins is co-author of the book Momstrology and Mom's says astrology. although each of us is influenced by our environment and intrinsic traits astrology can provide clues as to who we are at our core it's kind of that that hidden lens into the things that your child not might not be able to express to you despite the lack of scientific evidence some parents are finding meaning in the stars there's a reason why astrology has stuck around since ancient times because there's wisdom in it that resonates as true for people. You kind of realize that this is all greater than you and this is all bigger than you. So I think it's about reviving ancient rituals that you can really incorporate in your daily life to elevate it. Namaste. Okay. And Tali says the astrological chart is like a blueprint to the soul. So understanding your child's zodiac signs can help you make quicker and better parenting decisions and make your life a little bit easier. So it's just a lifeline for parents who are just like maybe out there could give you some insight. Because if you think about it, anyone who ever has three, four or five kids, they're like, I don't know who these kids came from. They're all so different from one another. And of course, you know, the lady did have a point. Astrology has been around since ancient times. I, there's a lot to be said for uh, that, but that was oh, just... it's amazing. Okay, it's amazing. I've been so I've been uh, helping my sister out because she, both her and my brother-in-law, work full time at home. And oh, you're got... so good. That's no. what family members need to do. Though she's with paying people. me though, so I can't but pretend. So what? That's <laughs> so nice. Um, and she's paying me. And I'll tell you, what, it's the hardest I've ever worked in my life. I bet. So I'm always like count that I was here for an extra 15 minutes count it right um and they are so you're teaching the kids you well, are you're no, facilitating I'm facilitating it. but that's a lot of work right there's only two kids and it is insane yeah parents are anything you're right so it's like if that if that, if that zodiac thing helps you take yeah. it take right it. now it isn't I and I I'm only there for them and yeah. I'm like I'm setting these Alexa alarms left and right to remind them to go to this class to do this to do that like and I'm like, how are parents doing this while working? 
I just thought we would offer them you are astrology. You are a savior. You are a hero among women. <laughs> Any t- port in a storm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I just could see, like, you know, maybe you could, like, it could give you some insight. I mean. I did look up because I was like, okay, so f- my nephew Finn is a Gemini and he is not a Gemini. That's one of those ones where I'm like. But maybe he, is he on the cusp? Is he towards, is he more Cancer he's or June Taurus? June 7th, so. And then you got to look up the rising sign. You're and then right. you got to look yeah. up the moon sign. Right. Right. We, so he's a learned, Gemini. He's an unformed Gemini. He hasn't shown his other face yet. You okay. maybe, you know what? You guys always put me in my place. Because last time I was here, you guys got mad at me because I didn't even know my husband's sign. Well. You guys were like, Brit. I was, did no idea. Be, no idea. Oh, my god. Still don't. You guys told me. I still don't. Really? Yeah. So oh, geez. you guys always put me in my place. I have a book called Sextrology, which is amazing. <laughs> of course. And, of course. and I also yes. have a book called Love, Lust, and Intimate Relationships, which okay. tells you how to break up and seduce sign by sign. Mm, Male and women. Yeah, how to break up, how to do it, how to make them think it's their idea, because that's always the best breakup yeah, yeah, yeah. when you get them. How to seduce somebody. Like, you know, how does, you know... How, I love this. Oh, I'll, Brittany, I'll bring it in tomorrow. I've used it many times. It's gone on many girls' weekends. We've consulted both of these books. It's been very See, eye-opening. What would I do without my talk? I would be... I don't know. Lost. Okay, so one of the talk shows that I've been following avidly, and mm-hmm. I've got to say she's growing on me with her um, alarming enthusiasm, Drew Barrymore show. Yeah. Is it's really she's calming down. She seems to be getting into it. I mean, I think that's just who she is. She's alarmingly enthusiastic. I can relate to that. Yes. And I have also like we were talking Do you have about alarming enthusiasm. Alarming. <laughs> In fact, to the point where I have to be like, Brittany, remember, like you're around. Be normal. Yeah. Calm down. I think. That also she was getting a lot of feedback on that. So I think she's calmed down a little. Yeah. And I like her little Drew's news. And I have to say, it has been nothing but amazing guests after guests after guests after guests. And she doesn't have her guest, her hot guest on right away. She makes, you know, she makes you wait. Like you got to even go through a cooking segment or Uh. something. You know, first, but yeah. um, this was from Monday show. She had Paris Hilton on for, and I think you, uh, Holly, you watched This Is Paris, right? Yes. The YouTube and so did I. Did yeah. you too? Okay. And I haven't watched it yet, but I, I just love Paris Hilton. Yeah. I love The Simple Life. Wow. I'm just always fond of her. And I've been very intrigued just seeing her do, because she's done quite a bit of press for this and like for a month. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, I, I wanted to watch her on with Drew Barrymore. I don't know why. I just thought I am really interested in seeing because, you know, she was on with Andy Cohen. She was on a couple late nights and she was everywhere. But Drew says to her before they get going, these two have known each other since they were like four or five years old. They lived by where they're in the same famous family. And she said, she said, and your mom, Paris, I mean, my mom would drop me off at your house and a couple of days later she'd come and get me. Oh, that's because Drew Barrymore has been very open about what a unusual mom she had. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be an actress and she had lots of lovers and she thought nothing of leaving, leaving her daughter, kind of treating her like a little adult. Yeah. Which, you know, 
when Barrymore was going to out to clubs, yeah, Studio Fifty Four. I think when she was like thirteen. What's the age difference on those? They're like the same age. Well, they're like uh, Drew Barrymore might be just a couple years older or something. In my mind, maybe it's because Paris brand Paris's brand relies on her seeming young. She's thirty nine. But I think in my mind, I think she's so much younger than that for some weird reason. But Drew Barrymore is forty five. Forty five. Okay, so she's a little bit older. If Drew, if six years older, so. But they've known each other. Yeah, that's and, a, you can tell that in the interview, right? In the interview. So here's just uh, just a little bit talking about this is Paris, uh, about the revelation she makes about going to these boarding schools. Mm-hmm. How are you doing with opening the valves of this? It was hard just to relive and have to remember all these traumatic experiences that I tried so hard to forget and just act like they never happened. But I've had severe nightmares since I was a teenager because of this. Basically, I I just was trying to look like I had the perfect life and I was embarrassed for people to know. And I now know that I shouldn't be ashamed. The people who work at these places who are abusing children are the ones who should be ashamed. And I'm proud that even though I went through so much, I'm so strong and I can make it through anything. How about that? I know. You got to watch the This Is yeah. Paris. Does she say that in she the ta- thing that, she's embar- that she was embarrassed and just trying to show the perfect life? So the way they, they kind of have it play out is they are showing kind of something is underneath the surface going on with Paris in the, in the first kind of half. And then the second half, they talk about the school she went yeah. to and why she went to it. Um, and it was inter- It was so good, and they had some of the other people show. I don't want to ruin it for you because there's right, a lot right. of good stuff. I think I kind of know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, they had a really good moment. I'm just gonna say this with uh, her sister Nikki, and it's a different point of view, also, because she she said, well, she they asked um, both one of the friends was saying something like, "What well, did your parents ever apologize for this?" And Paris said no, and then Nikki said, "Well." You know, did you ever apologize to our parents for be, you were hard? You, you know, snuck out all the time, this and that. And you could just tell there's still a lot of issues there. You mm-hmm. could just tell Paris was like, how, you know, almost the how dare you bring up that angle aspect. And I'm not saying by any means well, any kid, but it's it's a different Paris, point of view for Nikki. Drew brought that up to her. And yeah. she said, I got sent to one of those schools and but I needed to. My mom was at her yeah. The end of a rope with me. I was such a wild partying kid. And Paris said, I never told my mom how bad it was there. And I was I was going out all the time. I wasn't doing anything bad, but I didn't want to stay home. Yeah. And, you know, so it was kind of uh I don't know. I I liked the conversation. I thought it was and then uh, Drew Barrymore also did, you know, she tried Rhea. Yeah. And she got stood up and uh, there's a lot of famous people on Rhea, but she's gonna just put her head down and not date for a while. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with Hollywood Speak. What are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood Speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, let's see, uh, Brittany, how you're going to do with this. <laughs> Why is Alan Arkin leaving the Kaminsky method? Do you know? Oh, do you know that one at all? No. Um, well, here's what a friend says: He never expected it to last more than two seasons. So he's just—he wasn't even mentally prepared to do it this long. He's 86. Yeah, 
I could see that, right? Like, yeah. He, he won, remember he won the Oscar for the Little Miss Sunshine? Yeah, and I could see also you're at an age where you're like, I don't really need to do this, so if I don't want to, I'm not gonna. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, the third season was a surprise. He thought it was only going to be two years. That's exactly, that's exactly right. He's so funny. He's very funny. But yeah, he is. Uh, I mean, you know, his real career was basically in the movies anyway. Can I tell you something? Yeah. When I saw, an, uh, you know, I got one of those messages about him on my phone. I was like, oh, no, he died. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, Alan <laughs> Arkin, why is he popping no, up? No, I was like, he died. And then I was like, oh, okay. He's just leaving a show. Okay. I can handle that. Okay, we're happy. Okay, uh, do we, are we to take anything? Uh, are we supposed to read anything to the, Holly posted this, a uh, Duchess Megan uh, wore leather pl- pants for her remote appearance on the finale of America's uh, Got Talent last night. We just got to talk about her even being on there. I, I mean, she's wearing leather pants, I, you guys. Alert, alert. She looks cute. She Doesn't looks she? Super cute. But can we just talk like how she, they did all this work. So this is what she can finally do is casually be on shows and leather pants. Like that's, she had to work for all this. Oh yeah. I do know how... Like the, she could not wear these pants in the oh. royal family. Oh no! Or oh, make no. a guest appearance on America's Got Talent. Like oh, layers. I was, you know, why I really was happy you posted this, Holly. Yeah. Um, was I? We really got a good look in this little living room, sitting mm-hmm. room. Those that couch looks super comfy. Oh, yeah, you get to creep. Well, she has the fancy candle in the background, the comfortable yet casual couch, and the books. The hydrangea, what are the books? It's all good books. Yeah, Yeah, all good books. I mean, it's all definitely strategic. She's definitely signaling things. I just, I worry about ventilation in the leather pants. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, it was probably, but I like that she did the introduction about the guy we met early on in our, uh, America's Got Talent, Archie Williams, the guy who served like 30 years in prison and, Anyway, but people are yelling at her across the pond and here in the U.S. And I just say, so what? No, I mean, that's what the thing is. The more she does stuff like this, the more she'll normalize it. So you might as well start out with a a pretty corny show wearing leather pants. Do it up, girl. Do that. Okay, Dolly Parton wants to let everybody know the rumor. There's always been a rumor that Dolly, you know, has tattoos. And, you know, she's going to be releasing a new Christmas album and book um on november 17th mm-hmm. and you know she's been in the business for six decades quite a bit quite a bit and she's confirming a rumor about tattoos she oh, spoke directly to people magazine scandal and here's what she said i do have some tattoos mm. that's true but they're tasteful i'm not a tattoo girl so what does she mean by that i think she wants to keep her core audience and also admit kind of what 
is behind, right? Like she wants to hold on because she's about I, to do a Christmas. Whenever CD. someone says they have tattoos but they're not a tattoo girl, what I take that to mean is that they don't have one anywhere where anyone can mm. see it. That's what I. But I mean, aren't those kind of like the naughtier tattoos? Well, no, but like, I mean, we... I bet she doesn't even have one like on the top of her big, beautiful yeah. bosom, right? Or left yeah. side or across her shoulder. I mean, she's just saying yeah. she's not having it anywhere where a show, you know, yeah, she yeah, just yeah. shows. A tasteful heart on a cheek, perhaps. Yes! Yeah. Of course. You know. So a fun fact about her is she's getting a big resurgence from a younger audience because a bunch of her interviews are being thrown around on TikTok left and right. And and they're just epic. The things she says are just epic. And there are Gen Z women who are just loving her. her. Well, because Dolly is, she's a national treasure. I mean, we lost RBG, you know, and, but Dolly is a treasure in a whole nother way. And she's very smart um, because she, she got on the social media thing Right away, and whatever whoever runs that for, they obviously talk to her, but she admits that they do it and stuff, and she takes their consult about how to do it and how to have fun with it. Oh my god, it's so great! The audio going around, they'll you know do fake voiceovers of her hot audio on TikTok. I mean, her interviews are. She was a rebel before rebel was being cool. Like it was just so. It's so funny here. Talk about like. Why she dresses the way she dresses, and, and at an age and time where it probably wasn't looked so great. Oh about. no, yeah. she was called a she looked like a slut and a, a hoe and yeah. everything else. And you know, people were so mad at her when she left Porter Wagner's show because he gave her, "How dare you!" Yeah. You know, it's the sixties. How dare you leave the man who helped you? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and then she writes a song, "I will always love you" about him, and you know. Just, she's cool. Yeah, she is cool. So thank you, Dolly, for confirming that. Um, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt don't want to milk the friendly exes dynamic too much. <laughs> too late. Too late, right. <laughs> My God. I know. But it seems like he milks it more than she does. Like, and I mean, yes, yeah, she's done it, it. Yeah, I guess so with the... Um, girlfriend yeah. who's married with the kid who's so thirsty but boy they she sure doesn't say anything about i think that girlfriend rollout stopped i think that for his brand he needed to get to a place where we liked him because he was unlikable for a little Look, bit yeah so anytime and when he needs to change the subject he yeah. just uh he just arranges some comforting friendly ex yeah and i mean we yes <laughs> i mean the fact that I mean, there used to be, remember back, there used to be Team Aniston, Team, you know, Jolie, and how... Oh, Julie and I fought. Wait, which team were you on? I, Angelina, oh. and she was Team Aniston. Yeah, yeah, yeah I could yeah. see that. That was like legit beef Oh, my God, we would get in real feisty fights. And then finally, like, the last couple of years that they were together, and Julia was like, oh, yeah, these two are really good together, and all the stuff that they were doing, and then, you know... International Falls. I am the plane. I know, right? I I still can't watch Mr. and Mrs. Smith because it hurts my heart. Oh my word. <laughs> Isn't that bad? Well I was watching it. I was trying to watch it at a, a hotel about last year and I was like, can't watch it still. Do you think Jennifer Aniston has ever said to Nicole Kidman, why couldn't you have just taken that role? Right. But I think that 
I mean, I, I think she and I think that they realized there was no chemistry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there has to be way more than that. But for some reason, that represents to me. Well, we could see you can see hot. them literally falling. It's hot. It's kind of like uh, that movie Romancing the Stone with Kathleen yes. Turner and Michael Douglas. She confirmed years later that they came real close to. And then DeAndre showed up on the set. Because the the heat was, was so no intense, palpable. Yeah, it's hot. That Mr. and Mrs. Smith, there is that that love scene where they're shooting and fighting. It's mm. like game over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. Uh, let's see. Here's another one um, for you, just to be real, real quick. One here. Um, Katie Holmes is starring in her own New York love story in New York, <laughs> making out with the guy all over town. Oh, really? Yeah, kind of. You know, I mean, get some. <laughs> she is there. It's straddling two seasons, summer and fall right now. She met him in the summer, but they're going into the fall and hot and heavy. We double times everything by two in quarantine, by the That's way. That's right. So it's actually been right. a year. Right. All right. Listen, we'll be back. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars, and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel, and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.